This is the Sales Development Podcast, powered by Tenbound, hosted by David Denbert. My name is James Bodden, here to introduce episode 204, featuring Larry Long Jr., Chief Energy Officer, international speaker and MC, and author of Jolt. This is an energy packed episode. Larry lives up to his title, and David and Larry kick off the episode talking about how Larry kicks off his day. And Larry talks to us about how he is selling from the moment he wakes up and how he has become a morning person after not really naturally being somebody who enjoys waking up early. And Larry shares some really tactical advice to SDRs who may struggle to find motivation to start the day early and with passion. If there's anything that you're gonna learn in this episode, it's about the art of mindset and having that passion to start your day on a positive note. At the 15 minute mark, Larry talks about the importance of having your mind right in sales development and how that creates better conversations with prospects, how your internal mindset translates to your external results. Such valuable and tactical information for all the SDRs listening. At the 24 minute mark, David and Larry talk about how Larry's experience in sports gave him the resilience that he has today and the many other lessons that he learned from being a collegiate athlete and how he applies it to his business life today. As this episode wraps up, Larry talks about the happy medium you have to keep through the successes and the failures, through the peaks and the valleys, and how to stay in the middle, how to maintain that motivation and that discipline. Look, this episode is so value-packed. If you enjoy it, head over to tenbound.com. Make sure you leave a rating. And now, enjoy episode 204, featuring Larry Long Jr., Chief Energy Officer, international speaker and MC, and author of Jolt. Enjoy. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another edition of the Sales Development Podcast. This is your host, David Denver. Today, we're going to be speaking to the man, the myth, the legend, LLJ. Welcome to the show, Larry. Super stoked to have you, my brother. Happy to be here. What's going on, David? Oh, my goodness. Always a pleasure to see you. Dude, it's a big pleasure. I think the last time we spoke, and I think you were doing some tiger hunting. You were out there, you know, looking for Tiger Woods and his like pack and crew. So man, love to hear a little bit about that. It's been a bit minute since we were able to catch up. Yeah, man. It was awesome. I got to see my cousin, Tiger Woods. I'm Larry <laughs> hit it in the woods. I'm his long lost cousin. But yeah, spent nine days in Augusta, Georgia. Got to see the women's amateur golf tournament. Got to see the kids doing the drive chipping. Then I got to see the masters and it was amazing, man. But nothing's more amazing than being here with you on the sales development podcast. Happy to be here, dude. Oh man. Yeah. So happy to have you here, especially, man, it's a Monday. And a lot of the time in sales development, people get up maybe a little bit slower. I saw that you two hours ago, correct me if I'm wrong, you had your first post two hours ago and we're on the East Coast. So that must have been set. What what time did you get up this morning? The alarm was at 627. And that's, I've got two kids, 12-year-old son, Trey Trey, eight-year-old daughter, little Lucia. And I'm selling from the moment I wake up. 
I got to sell them on. Get your little behinds up. Learning is earning. We got to go to school. We got to get breakfast ready. Let's go ahead and get our day started. But they're great kids. But yeah, I think they say early bird gets the worm. And I'll be honest with you, David, I'm not a quote unquote morning person. I'm a night owl. Rawr, I don't need any beauty sleep because I'm a beast. Let's but, go. Uh, it's one of those things where you can train yourself. I mean, my father, today would have been his 67th birthday, rest in heaven. But my dad, he would wake up at 4.30 a.m. He'd hop on the stationary bike, hop on the treadmill, get his workout in, get his stretches done. That didn't transfer to me, but I try my best. 627, that's when we get it started. Oh, man, I love to hear that. And I see, you know, all the time that a lot of different influencers, they write the stuff. But you're one of the realest guys I know. The way you go about your day, that your mindset, your perspective, and the way we talk about self-care today. And I think a lot of SDRs out there want to understand that human being framework, that mindset. So like, Larry, tell us the magic. Like what goes on in that magical mind of yours? There is no magic. I hate to bring it to you. Okay. All the SDRs listening out there, it's really back to the basics. It's back to the ABCs. The A is action. What action are you taking? What actions are you taking? We know what we're supposed to be doing, but knowing versus doing don't always coincide. Accountability. Who's your accountability partner? It's nice to say, yeah, I hold myself accountable. That sounds good. But who's looking out for you to give you that Hercules, that word of encouragement to cheer you on? The B is belief. ABC is the B is belief. Do you believe in what you're selling? Do you believe in what you're doing? Which leads us to the C, the courage and the confidence. Kevin Hart says it best. Say it with your chest. When you believe in yourself, and I don't know if Alan Iverson is listening, I'm not sure if he's an SDR, but we're talking about practice, not the game. But when you've practiced and you believe, you now have that confidence. And it comes through not just with what you say, but more importantly, how you say it. So I encourage people to have that courage, the confidence, to communicate and staying on C. The biggest C is care. Do you care? for the people that you serve? Do you care for your colleagues and coworkers, your partners? And I got a bonus for you, are you committed? When you look in the mirror, can you say, self, am I truly 100% committed? Because if you're not all in, you're out. I mean, it's that simple. It's There is no magic. You're either all in or you're out. What's your answer? I absolutely love that. That's like kind of like really getting that switch in your head. You either, just because You wake up in the morning and you're trying to say, hey, I want to do it. No, like you got to have that framework where you're like, my alarm's going off. I'm having my breakfast. And then from there, it's actually the execution. So how would you talk to an SDR, someone that might not be motivated, but to like give them that framework of setting their alarm or what does that look like to help really get that out of them? Let's, Let's get into your schedule. Let's get into your routine. What do you do on a daily basis? And is it intentional? Because if it's not intentional, guess what? You're just kind of flying where the wind takes you. Uh-oh, Houston, we have a problem. We don't, I don't like to leave too many things for chance. I do like to gamble, but not when it comes to my business. And even though there's something called entrepreneurial spirit, I was in corporate America for 20 plus years. And even though I worked for a company, they paid my paycheck. I ran my business, Larry Long Jr. LLC, as if it was my business underneath the umbrella. 
that entrepreneurial spirit realizes that you've got to be disciplined. What does that mean? That means when I look at your calendar, I see that you have times blocked out. And more importantly, you actually execute on those times that are blocked out. You can look at my calendar. I'll show it right here for anyone that wants to look at the video coming up this afternoon from 3.30 to 5 o'clock. I've got a hold. It says, oh, there's a glare, but it says outbound prospecting. And there's like a money sign right there. That's good, but it's only as good as if I execute on it. I treat that appointment just like a client appointment, because if I don't prospect, if I'm not out there making calls, yes, I pick up that 500 pound phone and I make calls. I love to talk to people. Sometimes they don't want to talk to me, but that's their problem. I'm going to brush my shoulders off, sending emails. And then my jam is social selling, LinkedIn, sending people audio messages, video messages, funny gifs or gifs, however you pronounce it, making those connections, communicating, showing people that I care and finding where can I help people? Where can I serve them with what's important to them? There's no magic to it. No, I think that's so great. And I think even when we communicated yesterday via LinkedIn, we were going back and forth on the LinkedIn messaging. But when I heard your voice, like after we were going back and forth, you threw in the curveball, right? You threw in that. And I know that we talked about baseball. We were a baseball guy. You're a Terp. So hashtag Maryland. But you sent me that message and I'm thinking out like how it actually felt. And when I heard your voice of that passion of just you have a loving voice and you actually care about your people. It's not fake. People that may see you on different podcasts, they might just see this energy. But if they don't know you, it's so real and so much love behind it. I felt so good. My, my day got so much better hearing your voice and your passion behind it. Wishing my daughter a happy birthday. There was no catch. There was no why behind that. But yeah, man, talk about like your framework. It's amazing. How do you look about sending those type of messages of typing out a message compared to an audio message, et cetera. What could you tell SDRs that don't know much about the audio? Yeah, I would say leverage audio and video as much as you can, as much as you can. And actually, if you look at it from a time standpoint, if we're on the clock and we want to look at the data, it's quicker than typing out a message, but it allows you, if you really care, it allows you to show that you care because you're full not your full, but most of your feeling, your emotion, it comes through when people can hear your voice, how you're saying it. When they can see you and you're authentically you, people can smell BS from a mile away. For those that can't see me, they're just audio. I'm wearing my yellow pineapple sunglasses. I got my gold mic. I got my platinum, also known as pink mic. My wife said, baby, you're colorblind. That's pink. I thought it was platinum. She said, it does match your back. So, hey, we're just having fun. And people want to have fun. We can do business while having fun and being authentic. That was one of the biggest mistakes. When I worked at Accenture, when I worked in my first sales, official sales job, making 150 cold calls, I wasn't myself. Here goes my script. Hello, this is Larry Long Jr. calling with SageWorks and ProfitSense. I was calling to see if we click. And we're like, who is this robot? Like, I don't want to talk to a robot. I want to talk to a real person that has real emotions, that really cares about me. I didn't get any love. I actually, let's go to the stats. I got one sign up that didn't even show. They no showed out of my first 700 and 
40 plus calls, but who's counting? It was the biggest slump I've ever been in. One of my managers, one manager said, hey, Larry, come in my office. We require 150 cold calls a day. You made 148. If you do that again, don't let the door hit you like the good Lord split you, where the good Lord splits you, kind of like the Dodgers and the Red Sox told you. Another manager said, Larry, come to my office. He said, dude, you got potential, but you got to ditch the script. You got to take that script and you got to get rid of it. You got to talk to these accountants like you talk to your homeboys. I said, well, James, his name was James Hatfield. I said, James, you don't know how I talked about homeboys. That, that might be an HR violation. He said, yeah, 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 you're right. He said, let's find that happy medium. Talk to them like you talk to David. Talk to them like you talk to real people and not this robot because nobody talks like this. <laughs> and when I started doing that and I started sharing my story, I was able to make a connection with more people. I still, I had an accountant say, hey, Larry, I got something for you. I thought I was about to get a sign up. I said, uh-oh, I'm going to Sizzler. He said, I want you to put on a pair of concrete shoes and jump off a bridge. I said, oh, they didn't tell us how to handle that objection in our objection manual. So I said, the only thing I knew what to say, I said, God bless you too. <laughs> I love that. I absolutely love that. I think that's such great advice for people that don't really, you know, that they're handed this script. They have to make a certain amount of dials, but a lot of the SDRs being transparent, they're so afraid that they just call and then hang up, call and then hang up. And it just, the KPI doesn't even become, the connect rate doesn't even become a thing. So I think, you know, one of the topics that I've been hearing a lot from the SDRs is how do you do the one-to-one prospecting and how much time, because how do you do it at scale? Because if you spend so much time doing a one-to-one, let's say you're looking for a CMO or director of marketing, where they went to school, what, you know, are they part of a, you know, Sigma new fraternity where, you know, like what's kind of those things that you're looking for when you're doing one-to-one compared to one-to-many? Yeah. So Beck Holland, shout out to Beck. She's one of the best in the business. She talks about prospecting at scale and finding those key triggers. John Barrows, JB Sales, he talks about finding those things that are on top of our prospect's mind Mm -hmm. so that we can make our message relevant, which is great. That's all great information. But I'm also going to flip the script a little bit more and add on. I'm going to say that people can tell whether you're on your game. And the reason why I know this is that when I was calling those accountants, I got to use my fingers to count. So they're like, who's this joker? He doesn't know anything about accounting. You're right. Well, I joined the North Carolina Association of CPAs as like a, not executive member, but like a a partner member. So now I'm a part of their organization. I'm reading their monthly, they had a little monthly newsletter that went out. I'm reading it. I attended their conference. That was for work, but I'm now listening to their lingo. And it wasn't like, I'm sure I did change with my knowledge, but really it was here in my heart. Mm. It was here in my mind. And it came through not in what I was saying, but how I was saying it. I'm saying it in their tone. I'm slowing it down with accountants. I'm getting on their level so I can talk eye to eye. I can talk face to face through this 500 pound phone and they're feeling me a little bit more. It's in the margin. So I encourage folks, number one, get your mind right. Make sure that your house is in order, your mind, your body, your soul, so that you can then build off of that solid foundation and take it to that next level, which that's so cliche, but that next level is now you're able to further engage with more prospects. Now you're able to deliver real value, 
true value, not this BS that someone gave you in a script. Let's flip the script. Shout out to Beck. Let's flip the script and let's get real with people. What's going on, David? How was your weekend? And I really care. Some people say, don't ask me about my weekend. Well, if I really care about your weekend at Cocoa Beach, working on your tan, if I really care about you getting it tight, because if it ain't tight, it ain't right in Melbourne. Woo, someone was listening. Yes, yeah, I'm trying to get I'm trying to grow my hair back so I can be like you. But now we're getting real with people. Yeah. Now, is that going to work for everyone? Heck to the no, no. I played baseball. I struck out. There's a chapter in my book called strikeouts. They're a part of life. Yes, we're going to strike out. But that's OK. Let's brush our shoulders off and let's move on to the next at bat. Next. <laughs> Next, I felt like that was a Stephen A. Smith segue, but I'm going to pull that back, pull that baby back up. What did you just ended up showing the audience there? And if, you, if it's on audio, you won't be able to see it. But Larry Long Jr., you didn't drop the book yet. So kind of walk through the book, what it's about, et cetera. Yeah. So I've been doing this midweek, midday motivational minute for the last two years. It started, I think, on April 20th, 2020, right at the beginning of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And my buddy Morgan Ingram, he told me, he said, Larry, you got to get on video. I was scared. He said, I see you doing short form content. You've got to get on video. I said, dude, I got the face for radio. That's why I'm glad this is audio, David. He said, man, I'm going to tell you like what my mentor told me. If you don't get on video, you're being selfish because all it takes is one person that your message can impact for it to be a difference. It's not about you. To my SDRs, listen closely. It's not about you. It's about them. Don't be a me monster. Be a go-giver like Bob Berg said. I got his book right behind me. So my book is really a compilation of my top seven midweek, midday, motivational minutes. We're getting you zapped. Woo! We're doing the electric slide. We're getting you zapped into intentionality. So you can rediscover and believe in your inner greatness. Everyone's got it. But sometimes as we go through this four-letter word called life, as we go through this adventure and this misadventure, we lose that greatness. This book is designed to help you find yours. And I'll be honest with you, David, it was therapy for me. I needed this book. I hate to be selfish, but I needed this book more than anyone else. And going through crafting the seven chapters Oh, it's, it's hot like fire, dog. <laughs> it, it looks thick, man. Turn that book sideways. You got some Larry Long Jr. content in there. I'm excited to get my copy. I just need to figure out if I need to Venmo you, PayPal you, get on a wait list. Uh, we'll get it to you. It's coming out in late May. I haven't set a date yet, but it'll be coming out to the world soon. And really, the main hope is that it's going to provide just some positive inspiration and transformation so that folks can really step into their best life and their blessed life. I love that, man. And, you know, to really like kind of turn it around a little bit, I think the viewers, they want to know your story. I think, you know, when we spoke, when you were at, and off the top of my head, what was the company that you were at? I think it was June. We sold, we sold software to athletic teams. Like, yeah, exactly. Like you sold to the athletic teams, but like, when you made that transition, when you went to be on team Larry Long Jr., where it's like Larry Long Jr. is paying team insurance for his family. He's paying his mortgage on team Larry Long Jr., not from another company. Like, what was that mindset? That's a scary place to be. You're, you know, bringing in the bread for the family. You have children or what? Like, walk me through that. That could have been a scary time. It was super scary, as it always is, to bet on yourself. But I can tell you, for me, God's got a plan for me and everything worked out perfectly. But I'll be honest, 
I was noodling with it and I was scared because in corporate America, I got a paycheck every two weeks. I got a monthly commission and it was nice. I got a quarterly bonus and that was even nicer. Then it's like, whoa, I got to eat everything that I, I got to kill every now and then I eat. Hey, that's what I've been doing. So instead of hustling for someone else, I now hustle for myself. Like I said, I'm out here prospecting. I love the product. I mean, I, I love myself. I believe I have value. So it's, I wouldn't say it's easy because that would be a lie, but it's so rewarding to be able to be in the driver's seat. And it's a little bit scary because I've been conditioned to take orders from someone else, to listen to someone else. And yeah, I had the leadership title, but let's keep it real. A lot of times I didn't really have a seat at the table. I mean, it sounded good, it looked good, but the real deal, yeah, it was just, uh, he's there, but we ain't listening to him. Now it's like every decision I make has an impact on my business, either good or not good. And I can tell you that not good, I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm going through a billing issue right now. Actually, the strike, my payment processor just called me because I'm trying to, some money got lost and it was my fault. I'm like, where's the money? I need the money. I got to pay the bills. But yeah, it's been a challenge, but I encourage each and every one of y'all to make sure to take a look at your A-team. Who's your team? For me, it's my wife. It's my kids. It's my mom, my sister. It's my family, my friends. Who's on your A-team that's supporting you? Who's out there questioning you and checking you. You can't just have yes men and yes women around. You need people that are going to check you up a little bit to get the best out of you. If you don't have a team that's really riding with you, you need to find a new team. You need to find mentors, many mentors, and a crew that's going to ride with you, that's going to challenge you to step your game up. And that's what I've been able to find. I've been able to find my tribe that's really supportive, and encouraging and challenging. I work with a coach, Kristen Fraid. She said, Larry, you've been playing in the little leagues. No, you're a big league all-star, but your, your mindset is that of a little leaguer. She said, it's crazy because you're so supportive and you see the best in everyone. But when it comes to that person in the mirror, wah, wah, she was like, I don't know what's going wrong. So I've been intentionally working on my self-talk. That story that I tell myself and I believe in, and that's chapter one of my book. I was telling a fake news story to myself and I was believing it that I could only play at the little league. She's like, no, you better think up here. And then you step into it. So I'm learning along the way, man. And I'm just hopeful to pass some of those learnings on to anyone that's open to and receptive to new perspectives, looking at things in a different way and then challenging themselves how can I really be even greater than I already am? No, you hit everything right on the head there, Larry. It's like, you know, for you right now, like just out of curiosity, how does that look like your day to day? So when you prospect, is there something within Larry Long Jr.? Do you have certain type of like packages? Like, what does that look like? Yeah. So my main offering, my main product is me as a speaker. I also do workshops. I also do some coaching, but mainly speaker. I focus on SaaS software companies, Mm -hmm. sales teams, essentially CROs, directors of sales, VPs of sales, sales managers. And then I try to add value to all the sales leadership and the frontline, essentially the sales professionals, the individual contributors, my SDRs, my BDRs, my AEs, my enterprise AEs, my sales enablement. I try to add value to them all. 
in hopes that they say, you know what, Larry, we need some of your motivation. We need some of your transformation. We need some of your ideas and your experience to come in and help our team. And I've been so fortunate. I've had the opportunity to work with the sales team at VMware, the sales team over at Hootsuite, ooh, ooh, the sales teams over at Salesforce. So I've been really, really fortunate with the companies I've been able to work with, partner with, and help. And I'm just trying to do that at scale. So essentially, I've got my target list and I'm reaching out to them directly. I'm reaching out to people that know them. It's been very rewarding. I'm learning a lot because not every call that I make, not every outreach I make is a home run. It's okay. You learn from the strikeouts. No, for sure. And that's what's amazing is you don't just practice what you preach. You're in the weeds every single day. And you, I think, you know, baseball, right? Has baseball prepared you for that? I mean, I think that's one of the last things we can really talk about because I know that you've got a bunch of meetings coming up, but I think has sports and baseball really allowed you to be able to accept failure and learn those as opportunities for growth? Big time, big time. Funny story, David. I started off my college career one for my first 24. It doesn't take a math major to know that's terrible. I'll never forget. We were at UNC Greensboro. I played at University of Maryland. Go Terps. We're down at UNCG. And I think I got in defensive replacement Friday, one strikeout. Defensive replacement Saturday, two strikeouts. I think I had the trifecta on Sunday, another strikeout. Talk to my dad. He came down and he asked me. We're talking on the phone. We were probably at a Burger King parking lot, I think it was. We used to eat healthy on the road. He said, how you feeling, little Larry? I said, dad, I feel terrible. I stink. I don't belong in division one baseball. I definitely don't belong in the ACC. My dad jumped through that phone and yoked me up so quickly. He said, boy, you can't have my name with a stank. He threw in some three letter and four letter words and you can use your imagination. He said, with a stank attitude like that, you have no chance. He said, get back to the drawing board and practice, get back on the tee and work on your craft. But most importantly, Get your mind right. Because there's a quote by Henry Ford, whether you believe you can or whether you believe you can't, you're right. And for me, in my heart, in my mind, in my mouth, and in my actions, I had no belief. And when you have no belief, guess what? It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You're not going to have success. Even when you do believe, it still doesn't guarantee success, but it now gives you a chance. UNC, University of North Carolina, came to town that next weekend. Whoa! Friday, got in. I got a blue pit over first base. I'm like Kanye West. You can't tell me nothing. I'm on top of the world. I got two hits. I started on Saturday, three for four. Started on Sunday, two for four. Who's counting? Ended up starting, I think, 43 games of the year. Batted 289 in the ACC. Batted 319. But who's counting? And it was all from that talk. And then believing my dad, stepping into it, working on my swing, working on my mind, and then believing, stepping in that batter's box and realizing I've earned this. I've practiced. I know my stuff. And if I get beat, I'm going to tip my cap. But you ain't going to beat me for too much longer. I ain't going to stay down. I wasn't built that way. No, I love that. So for the SDRs listening, I mean, if you're not getting the qualified meetings, you're not setting those demos. Don't let that beat you down, right? Is that like, what would you say to that? Like continue to keep swinging, continue to keep practicing and beat your craft every day. With the same intensity, 
with the same enthusiasm. There's a quote out there that talks about being able to go from failure to failure without losing the enthusiasm. That's what successful people do. And sometimes you got to shake it up. You got to shake it up. Yeah, if it ain't broke, break it. You heard it from me. Believe in yourself. Keep that happy medium because there were times when I was hot. In baseball, I could hit anything. On the phones, I was getting meetings like it was going out of style. But you still got to keep that happy medium and stay focused on, I'm going to work hard. I'm going to still continue to learn and grow and work on my craft. And then there were times where I couldn't hit anything, where I couldn't get anyone to say yes. Everyone was just like, no, scram, click. You still got to keep that happy medium. And that's why you are what you consume. What books are you reading? What podcasts are you listening to? Obviously, you're listening to the Sales Development Podcast. Have you listened to them all? There's some knowledge being dropped by David and the whole crew. Are you listening? Are you learning? Are you applying those learnings to what you're doing each and every day? Or are you just listening to take notes and then not doing anything differently? Those are the questions that you've got to ask. I'm here to encourage you and to let you know, eye to eye, you can do it. You are enough and it requires hard work. It requires dedication, determination. It requires sacrifice. You get out of it, what you put into it as an entrepreneur, you own your own business, take ownership and let's make it happen. And when you make it happen, pass it along to someone else. Pass it along. That's your responsibility. Don't keep it to yourself. Don't be a me monster. Share it. Sharing is caring. That's the best thing you can do is share it with someone else. Hey, here goes how I've been able to be successful. Let's all get this paper together. Let's all eat together because we're cooking that thing up. Man, everybody's hungry. And this is Larry Long Jr. Man, I'm feeling it. I know you're about to get that chicken because you just dropped the mic. And I know you've got one at your table. Wait, you got two. So yeah, that was dropped. So man, I can only say the last few things is You're making your dad real proud. Happy birthday to Larry Long. You're holding that name strong. And sincerely from my heart, man, we talked before the show, just, you know, happy birthday. I'll make sure to pour some water out for him and just blessed to know you, man. Like you just inspire me every single day. I consider you a mentor, someone that I look to and you inspire me. So thank you so much for joining the sales development podcast and You know, last final words, last final take. I'm going to give you the mic for one more time so you can pick that baby back up and say what you're going to say and then drop it. And then we're going to do so. Yes, sir. Well, David, the feeling is mutual. Thank you so much. I just want to give a word of encouragement to everyone out there. Believe you me, I know it's tough. Sales development, sales is tough. Life is tough. But I'm going to leave you with this. In my 44 years, I'm going to turn 44 in June. I got a little bit of gray. What I've learned is that tough people, that's you. If you're listening, if you're watching this, tough people are greater than tough times. Don't ever forget it. Larry Long out. Larry, have a wonderful day. Happy birthday once again. And man, thanks for joining the Sales Development Podcast at 10 Down. Thank you, David. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Sales Development Podcast. The only audio forum 100% focused and dedicated to sales development with your host, David Delaney. Please be sure to subscribe to the show on YouTube and take a moment to leave us a review on iTunes. Your support makes our show possible. If you are struggling with your sales development program, contact us at 10bound.com for a no-obligation exploratory call. Again, that's 10bound.com.